Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. I'm Rabbi Avi Killip, and today we're studying Tractate Yevamot, Daf Gimel, page 3. Let's start with some vocabulary. The first few pages of Yevamot deal with the concepts of Yibum and Chalitza. These terms come from biblical family law and can be found in Devarim 25, verses 5 through 10. The idea is that each man was entitled to have an offspring. If he married and then for some reason died before having a child, it became his brother's responsibility to marry his now widowed wife and to father a child. This child would then be considered a part of the line of the deceased brother. The process gives our Masechet its name, Yevamot. In English, we call this system Leveret Marriage. We may not be surprised to learn that this concept of leveret marriage isn't always a good idea. And so we are given a way out. The individuals involved, the wife and the brother of the deceased, can avoid their new commitments with a process called chalitza. Chalitza is a ritual in which the widow loosens the shoe of the brother-in-law in the presence of the elders of the town. She spits on the ground in front of him and then pronounces a certain prescribed formula. The ceremony of Chalitza entirely releases each member of the would-be couple from their obligation to each other and to the dead. Once Chalitza has taken place, the line of the deceased brother is considered closed and complete. So let's review. If a man dies childless, his widow is expected to marry one of his brothers in order to carry on the line. That's called Yibum. If they don't want to marry, the brother and widow may perform a public chalitza ceremony, and then the whole issue is considered closed. The Mishnah that opened Yevamot first mentioned chalitza, and only then Yibum. Our daf, daf 3a, raises a question about this order. Wouldn't it make more sense to first tell about a law and then explain how to get around it, rather than the other way around? I particularly like the answer to this question given by Abba Shaul. Abba Shaul he, da'amar mitzvat chalitza kodemet mitzvat yibum. Abba Shaul says, the mitzvah of chalitza has precedence over the mitzvah of yibum. Now, how can it make sense for the exception? the workaround, to be a greater mitzvah than the actual obligation itself. Why would chalitza be preferred over yibum? Abba Shaul will give his answer further on in this book. We'll take a peek there now and see what he has to say. His answer comes on page 39b. In essence, Abba Shaul doesn't trust the system. He understands that one would be marrying his brother's wife in order to do a mitzvah, but he doubts whether the motives could really be pure. 
he worries, but what if he's actually attracted to her? What if he has other motives than just for the sake of carrying on his brother's line? It's almost as if Abba Shaul is willing to acknowledge the ick factor that we might raise at the idea of this relationship happening in today's world. Abba Shaul seems to be saying, this is an okay idea in theory, but we won't be able to ensure that it goes well and stays appropriate. So let's avoid the entire situation. Although we know that the practice of yibum is not found in today's Jewish communities, it's powerful and even significant to realize that the turn away from condoning the custom is already found in the Talmud. Our rabbis, and specifically here Abba Shaul, are able to look not only at the laws, but at the humans who will be enacting these laws. He sees the couple as people, who are complicated and have a complicated set of needs and desires, and he counsels them towards chalitza, a process he deems safer. As we read the rest of Masechet Yevamot, we will see the importance of Abba Shaul's sensitive human reading of this ritual. We may need to take a step back in certain moments and remind ourselves that the people in these scenarios are just like us, humans with complex needs. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.